Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Well, looks like we're throwing shade just a little bit of everywhere. That's a website called American Greatness. And they've got a piece out, Death of the Weekly Standard Signals Rebirth of the Right. Senator Rand Paul tweets this article and says, Good riddance to the fake conservatives and warmongers, because Weekly Standard, Bill Crystal's organization, uh, has gone by the wayside. Bill Crystal, in response to the Rand Paul tweet, says, Happy to debate conservatism or foreign policy anywhere at any time. That, in in conservative circles, um, this is as much smack talking as I think you can get. Oh, Bill Crystal and Rand Paul, a debate about conservatism would be glorious. It's not that Bill Crystal won't have a point or two. It's just that he doesn't have uh, what's known as a, a string of successes for Bill Crystal and for a lot of people. And this is where conservatism is having some, some unique conversations. See, Trump didn't destroy conservatism. What Trump did is actually make people talk about what conservatism is. Trump's not a conservative. I'm just a beneficiary that he governs in that way. And that's why I don't like, for example, the ban on bump stocks. Not necessarily a conservative position, now is it? But is, is, is Bill Crystal a guy who wants to talk about conservatism and not win anything? Is he the right way to go? Or is there something to be said for actually winning an argument, winning a debate, getting a policy in place, and actually being in charge? It's a great question. Me, I'm Tony Katz. 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. Mika and Tucker. This is a fascinating tale of two personalities, both on cable news, and who gets a pass and who doesn't. Tucker Carlson has lost nine sponsors. Land Rover, IHOP, Ancestry.com, Just for Men, Minted, I'm not even sure what that is, Smile Direct, Pacific Life, Scotty Vest, and Zenny. They are no longer advertising on Tucker's program. Tucker Carlson tonight. Why? Because of comments that he made about mass immigration, allegedly. When I say allegedly, I'm, 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 I should say I'm paraphrasing here. Because it, quote, makes our country poorer and dirtier and more divided. Now, we're going to get into what exactly he said. I've got some incredible audio uh, to share from the people at CNN Oh, they are in love with themselves. See, CNN is good and pious and decent, but Fox News is evil. And to listen to Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo, uh, you know, puff up and, and peacock out over this is amazing. But in order to get there, we have to go back to Mika. Mika Brzezinski. Morning Joe with her, her uh, husband and lover, Joe Scarborough. It's how you say it. It's how you say these things. And she is talking about Mike Pompeo and the refusal to for them to say that Mohammed bin Salman murdered Jamal Khashoggi, the Washington Post uh, contributor, not a journalist, 
Won't, I'm not buying into that. And not a good guy. Didn't say he should be murdered. I'm saying not a good guy. And she's very upset, and she said, and I'm playing it in full. I'm playing it in full in the quote. If you're offended, tell Mika. 30 seconds. Go. I, I just, I have to ask, because I don't think there, I, I can't think of anyone here who could put it more clearly than you. Uh, I understand that J- Donald Trump doesn't care. Heilman makes a good point. He doesn't care. But why doesn't Mike Pompeo care right now? Are the pathetic deflections that we just heard when he appeared on Fox and Friends, is that a patriot speaking? Or a wannabe dictator's butt boy? I'm dead serious. I'm asking, are these the words of a patriot? That is a gay slur. It can only be seen as a gay slur. It can only be described as a gay slur. That was said by Mika Brzezinski. This is her apology. I was off yesterday for a family matter, as you mentioned, but I wanted to address a term that I used on this show on Wednesday that was vulgar. I knew it right away, and I tweeted that it was a terrible choice of words and that I was sorry. But please allow me to say this face-to-face. The term is crass and offensive, and I apologize to everyone, especially the LGBTQ community and to my colleagues for using it. It was a mistake. My father would have found it so unbecoming and disrespectful, and he would have told me, I will work hard to be better. But I just wanted to say on camera, looking the viewers straight in the eye, I am really, really sorry. So now to the news. That was it. No apology to Mike Pompeo, by the way, the Secretary of State. None whatsoever. That's what she said. This slur. This anti-gay slur. How else could it be described? It's the only way it's ever been described. That's her apology, and literally nothing happened to her. Nothing happened to her at all. She continues on MSNBC. She did not lose a day. Not an advertiser that said, hey, we're not okay with this. Tucker Carlson, Fox News. He said, our leaders demand that you shut up and accept this, referring to illegal immigration. We have a moral obligation to admit the world's poor, they tell us, even if it makes our own country poorer and dirtier and more divided. That's the the quote from Tucker Carlson. This statement has led to nine different companies saying they will not advertise on his show. Now, Fox News, to their credit, is defending him. We're not going to allow uh, these progressive uh, types to to silence one of our people. We're just not going to have it. And they're right about that. Because you could say that what he said, hey, hey, whoa, let's let's not call these people dirty. But no, what they can do, what the left does, and what the right refuses to do, is the left organizes and pushes and demands and boycotts. They understand pressure points. And then you get people like Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon who pile on. The Fox fear train ran into a familiar roadblock, the same rancor that fuels their demonizing of migrants and drives their numbers, also tends to turn off advertisers that turn ratings into revenue. More than a dozen companies have pulled their ads after this comment from Tucker Carlson about migrants. 
our leaders demand that you shut up and accept this. We have a moral obligation to admit the world's poor, they tell us, even if it makes our own country poorer and dirtier and more divided. Um, here's, here's how I feel about it. <clears throat> we don't usually like to criticize colleagues, but if you turn on Fox any night, it is the CNN, MSNBC criticism channel. They almost always lead with something that we're doing that, that they hate, and they hate because we're, we're actually talking about real news and the Mueller investigation and what's actually going on uh, in the country. So I, it, another reason I don't like to do it is because people in glass houses shouldn't throw bricks, because one day it could be you or me. Because we sit here and we're live. I'm live t for two nights at least every single night. And sometimes you say things and it comes out and you, don't, you didn't realize you said it or it comes out the wrong way and you offend people. But here's the difference. And I don't think it, people should be boycotted for something that they do There's, that's a one-off or maybe every occasionally you make a mistake and you say something wrong. But when it's how you use your platform comprehensively, how you use it on an overall basis, uh, on a general basis every single day. Mm -hmm. I come at that, you come at that, and the people on this network come at that through truth, through journalism, and telling people what is real and what is not. CNN is about truth and journalism, and Fox News is nothing more than despicable and disgusting and scaring people about migrants. But the conversation here is the boycott, and I will now explain to you where the problem is. The problem you can find on my Facebook page. On my Facebook page, you can find people commenting as they're they're watching uh, this as we live stream the show, facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio. And, uh, you know, the problem, Tony, is that I can't just go and boycott or go and protest uh, because I have a job. I've discussed this many times in many ways, but I can't say it enough. And so allow me to say it now. There is and can be no real difference between what Mika Brzezinski said and what Tucker Carlson said if you decide that if you say anything that's in any way questionable, it is an offense. That people will uh, organize to stop uh, advertising on Tucker Carlson but not do anything to Mika Brzezinski only goes to prove the double standard that gets discussed in America often, that conservatives are held to one standard and liberals are held to another standard. And that other standard will allow more things, no matter how horrific they are, to go by the wayside. That's not to say that Tucker shouldn't call people dirty. Tucker, sure. But a boycott, nine, a dozen, whatever the number is at, at, at this point, and so the right sees this, and they say, oh, man, they're, they're boycotting Tucker, and oh, look at that. They're going after sponsors, and then it's like, well, why don't we go after uh, the, the sponsors of, of Mika Brzezinski? Like, oh, I can't do that. I've got a job. Okay, you lose. If you're on the political right and you're not willing to actually go out there and protest or go out there and boycott or take a day or two off work to do so, you're unserious. This isn't uh, some kind of debate we're having. These are the facts. You're unserious. If you're unwilling to fight the way that you must fight in order to ensure there's actually an, uh, an, an application properly amongst all the media outlets about what we do and don't do, say and don't say, what offends and what does not, until you do that, expect to get your ass kicked 24-7, 365. 
You're unserious. Oh, I have to work. Okay, go work. Go keep paying the taxes that they want you to pay. And when they get in power because they control culture, you'll pay even more while they remind people you're a racist while you do it. Go ahead. No, no, no. Don't fight back. Allow Mika Brzezinski to go out there and insult gay people all over and use these anti-gay slurs. Sure, just let it be and sit. While Tucker Carlson, uh, you know, he's the one who has uh, his wife and kids attacked in their home and now takes the hit of losing advertisers. No, 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 sure. J- yeah, go go back to work tomorrow. That That's cool. That's cool. Have yourself a good Christmas uh, while you're at it. Everyone's going to get a nice gift. The tree of liberty must be watered with the blood of patriots, uh, tyrants and patriots. It's Thomas Jefferson. Now, that you could take that as literal, but it also can be said this way. What? You won't suffer for the betterment of your country? You won't take a hit or two to make things a little bit better? No, 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 no. You just you just sit there complacent and just take every single thing Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon shove down your throat. Yeah, they're the moral authority. And you won't get off your damn couch. I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz, 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. So Michael Flynn, no sentencing. Rather, we've got a delay until March, which doesn't mean the sentencing happens in March. It means that the report is due to this judge, uh, Emmett Sullivan. Now, what happened yesterday is flat out out of control. And I think it took a lot of people a little time to figure out what was going down because what was expected was the former national security advisor lied to the FBI. Well, he would get sentenced based on cooperation with the Mueller investigation. And according to Mueller, there was, uh, um, uh, you know, cooperation. And uh, the sentencing memo was uh, nothing to six months. That was it. Enter Judge Sullivan, who basically accused Michael Flynn of treason. Now, before we go any further, I'm not a fan of Michael Flynn. I think what he did regarding his relationship with Turkey is uh, not only uh, offensive, but is a, a criminal act. He is lobbying for Turkey, hired by Turkey, and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And at the same time, he's being uh, asked by our own government his thoughts on conversations and how we should deal with Turkey, but doesn't disclose he's working for Turkey. That's a problem. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Your politics are meaningless if you can't see the problem just in that one thought. He lied to the vice president. Well, he's got to go. But if you are the FBI and you're telling him, hey, just got a couple quick questions. No, no, no. It's not an interview. You don't need a lawyer. You're fine. Well, that's a problem, too. And that the 302, which is the form about the interview process that takes place from the FBI, wasn't filled out in the requisite five days, that is also a problem, and a problem that requires our attention. But this now gets to uh, Judge Sullivan, and Sullivan is angry. And you start realizing, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not going the way we thought. And then Sullivan says, I'm not sure you don't get jail time today. And that's when defense said, whoa, do you mind if we uh, we, we delay this? Do you mind if we... Uh, postpone this that would be that would be great dan abrams 
political analyst, a guy who created Mediaite. I think Law and Crime is him as well. And you see him on uh, uh, on ABC. He's on Good Morning America a lot. He's their, their legal guy. This is from his podcast uh, right there. Listen to this as he talks about what he heard and what he thinks of uh, what Judge Sullivan did. Michael Flynn, uh, the former senior advisor to President Trump, who was scheduled to be sentenced today for lying to the FBI in a deal. And that has been delayed. But I will tell you that on the whole, I think he was treated unfairly today. I think I have sympathy for Michael Flynn now. And it's fair to say that at this hearing, he got railroaded. I think that, that this judge was was so... Um, it's, it's beyond unfair. It, it, he was either unprepared or he was just being vindictive. Now, this is Dan Abrams, I, and I can't tell you that I would be really comfortable in saying, oh, this is a hardcore leftist. I would never, ever uh, say that because I, I don't have that that data point. But did you catch the end of that? He's, he's, the, he's the ABC guy for, for legal uh, analysis and- Was so, um, it's, it's beyond unfair. It, it, he was either unprepared or he was just being vindictive. That's the judge he's talking about. Is that what we saw yesterday? Because it, it, it really is quite quite fascinating. It really is something else how how that played out. And no, 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 nobody was was expecting it. It's like the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Alan Dershowitz with an interesting piece about Flynn's options at this moment. As he describes it, three options to stay out of prison. Now, he too, Alan Dershowitz, takes Judge Sullivan uh, to, to task by saying that when Sullivan suggests that Flynn could be guilty of treason, this is ignorance, as Dershowitz calls it, because he doesn't understand the governing case law. Nothing that Flynn did comes close to satisfying the strict definition of treason and the constitutional definition. And F- Mueller didn't charge Flynn uh, for failing to register, right? The thing that I think is the crime, failing to register as a, as a uh, foreign agent, uh, or, uh, as a representative for a foreign agent. No, no, no. And he wasn't in any way accused and he wasn't charged with treason. So he's already, so, so Dershowitz is already, you know, going full bore uh, 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 on that subject. But the the options uh, that they give is that his option, Flynn's first option, is to ask the judge to throw out the guilty plea. Because the guilty plea is the, described as questionable, as Dershowitz does. But if you've already said that you accept your guilty plea, it's it's very hard for someone to throw it out. The second option is for Flynn to cooperate even more. But if he cooperates more, which is to say he tells them something else that they want to know, the question would be, well, why didn't you tell us that before? What else are you hiding? Hmm, we thought you were cooperating, but that doesn't seem to be the case. The other option Dershowitz gives 
is to seek to have Judge Sullivan recuse himself because of his prejudicial misstatements about treason. Right? That's a little bit of judge shopping. But it's interesting that you've got these two legal minds who both say, what the hell did I just look at? It's one thing to say that Flynn's a shady dude. It's another thing to say Flynn lied to the vice president so he shouldn't have been there. It's another thing to say that Flynn didn't register as this agent, and that's a serious problem, and and this conflict was massive. It's another thing to say he lied to the FBI, right? You could say all those things. But I got two guys with a better legal background than I do, and my legal background consists of a tremendous amount of Matlock, who both say Judge Sullivan's out of his tree. And, well, it's not okay. There's a moment where the politics have to fade away and we, the American people, have to look at a subject and say, what the hell are we looking at here? And two things can exist at the same time. Flynn's not the the best guy in the world. Flynn is not a Boy Scout. But Flynn did not deserve this full-on attack that he got from Judge Sullivan. Judge Sullivan just have a bad day? I mean, this is the same guy who threw out the uh, the guilty verdict on, on former U.S. Senator Ted Stevens of Alaska. People on the political light right thought he was great until now, maybe. It's an interesting, interesting play what took place yesterday. Don't let the politics lead you. Let the reality lead you. And the reality is Sullivan was in the wrong. Now what happens? We'll get into that next. Tony Katz. 833 got Tony. That's the number. 833-468-8669. That is how you get to be a part of the show. And on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, we stream the show. Go check it out for yourself. I have long talked about Louis Farrakhan as an anti-Semite and the people who associate with him condone this anti-Semitism. They condone this bigotry. They condone this gay hate. They condone... This hateful man. I have never once said that Louis Farrakhan shouldn't be able to speak freely as an American citizen. I have simply said that what he says is disgusting. And that people who take him seriously are indeed a problem. They are dangerous. They're a danger to society. If you believe like Louis Farrakhan. If you believe and if you think it's okay that things like this uh, get said. Call me a hater. You know what they do. Call me an anti-Semite. Stop it. I'm anti-termite. That's Louis Farrakhan. This. Hear the Jews don't like Farrakhan, so they call me Hitler. Well, that's a good name. Hitler was a very great man. That's Louis Farrakhan. And Louis Farrakhan has been in the news more and more lately because of the Women's March, which uh, you can claim that it's about feminism if you choose. I'm not even sure what feminism means anymore. I don't know how anybody actually defines it Uh, anymore and in any way. But the Women's March was supposed to 
make people realize that women are a part of America and their voice will be heard. And, okay, sure. Go ahead. Create your march, protest, as I said. I don't get in the way of those things, as I wouldn't allow anybody and wouldn't want anybody to get in the way uh, of me. Free speech is not for the people or speech that you like. It's for the speech that you don't like. And I have no problem with people saying, hey, we, we want this to be recognized. What policy puts that forth, that might be a conversation. But the Women's March is represented by Tamika Mallory, Carmen Perez, Linda Sarsour. Now, we know Linda Sarsour is an anti-Semite, and we've learned that Tamika Mallory and Carmen Perez are all, all the three of them massive supporters of Louis Farrakhan. They are our supporters of him. They, they, they uh, enjoy him. They respect him. They, 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 they listen to him. And there has been this anti-Semitism problem with the Women's March from the very, very beginning. We have seen this and we have talked about it extensively. A couple of months ago, Teresa Shook, who actually was a co-founder of the Women's March, not one of the leaders of it uh, in, in terms of the uh, the celebrity-esque of it, said that, you know what, she is stepping away and actually wants these people to step down because of the anti-Semitism. Um, there has been some feeling for quite some time that there was some anti-Semitism and hate speech and um, uh, uh, anti uh, homophobia remarks. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt, but just if you could just be specific about what were those events? What specifically did your co-chair say or okay. do that was anti uh, Yes, Tree, yes. Uh, Tree of Life uh, happened, and then um, the Alyssa Milano came out, and Deborah Messing came out, and then the there was the German uh, NGO that uh, rescinded the award, and we are a global movement, and... Um, the relationship with Farrakhan and Hamas were troubling to many of the community. And well, it should be more than just troubling, for sure. But there's Teresa Shook talking about the connection to Farrakhan. Yes, Alyssa Milano said, I can't be uh, associated with this uh, anymore. I disagree with Alyssa Milano on so much politics, it's out of control. She's right about this. I was happy to see that in, in uh, and listen, uh, in your city, you may know someone like this. I was happy to see that a rabbi here in, in, in my uh, beloved Indianapolis wrote an op-ed for one of the uh, local uh, business papers saying that she will no longer associate with the Women's March. Now, we would probably disagree on a whole host of political issues, but I could not be more proud of her. And we've met maybe a half of a time. Come from very different political places. I could not be more proud of her for saying, you know what? I cannot be associated with this because nobody should want to be associated with someone like Louis Farrakhan. With someone like Linda Sarsour, with someone like Tamika Mallory, with someone like Carmen Perez, 
who aren't having a conversation about what's best for women. No, they're having a conversation that says here we'll talk about what's best for women while we support people who are vicious and violent in their rhetoric, who disgust the whole of society. To, to, to put it another way, uh, if these three, Perez, Tamika Mallory, and Sarsour, were getting counsel and singing the praises of David Duke, you see how quickly that would be a national story? You see how quickly that would be something that would be covered by all media outlets and how dare anybody associate with them. But it's Louis Farrakhan. And it kind of gets, kind of gets, uh, you know, pushed away. He sits on the stage at the funeral of Aretha Franklin. And who sits with him? Al Sharpton. And who sits with him? Jesse Jackson. Who sits with him? Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton didn't have the damn decency to get up and say, gotta go, bye. Really? He just had to get that close-up look of Ariana Grande dancing in a miniskirt? He couldn't leave? Didn't realize, whoa, that guy is disgusting. I mean, he could have picked all three of them for all I cared. But uh, Louis Farrakhan? I'm not sitting I'm not sitting on any dais or at the front of anywhere with this guy. Forget it. No, he didn't do that. He just sat there. And when they put the photos up in newspapers... They clipped out Farrakhan. They clipped him out. They cropped him out so it was only the three of them because sitting with Sharpton and Jesse Jackson is so much better. Uh, but, you know, they, they, they purposefully cropped it out to protect Bill Clinton. Proud of this rabbi here in Indianapolis. Proud of anybody. Thankful. For anybody who stands up and says, this I will not be associated with. We may disagree on our politics, but we agree on someone this awful. And then I ask the follow-up, and I ask it now. If celebrities understand it, if rabbis understand it, if the American populace understands it why is congressman andre carson still associating with louis farrakhan now congressman andre carson is the congressman from indianapolis but your congressman may be associating with him as well and carson when asked about this repeatedly refuses to condemn Louis Farrakhan, says he will work with Louis Farrakhan, multiple media outlets. I've never done the interview with Andre Carson. I actually don't have the interest, but if I got a chance, I would ask him this question. Why do you still associate with a bigot and an anti-Semite like Louis Farrakhan? And he goes through how he, uh, uh, you know, he uh, refutes all the, uh, all the isms. I, 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 I think what it, what it was his line. Right, he 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 he's opposed to to all of the isms, uh, anti-Semitism, racism. All, you know, that's what that's what he's talking about right there. 
but he still will not condemn Louis Farrakhan, and he's still willing to work with him. The celebrities, the rabbis, the American populace have all said not acceptable. Andre Carson says, eh, fine by me. Part of standing up, part of fighting back, involves, at times, having to say very, very honest things, even to those people who are normally on your side. If you are part of the political left, it may be difficult to speak up against Andre Carson because he's a solid vote for your politically left things. However, he's not good enough to be the guy that you allow to vote for your politically left things. If he is willing still at this late, 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 late date to support Louis Farrakhan, do you really want him as your representative? Do you really want him as your friend? Do you really want him around? Do you have faith that he knows the difference between right and wrong? Knows the difference between good and evil? How fearful he is to stand up against it? Well, if you won't voice that, that's a fear as well. Sure, it applies to the political right. Go right ahead, all of us in the whataboutism world. I agree. But everybody has now come to see. America is woke about Louis Farrakhan, except for Andre Carson. Somebody should ask him when he's going to wake up. I'm Tony Katz. You want to talk about the worst reminder in the world, like the kind of reminder that actually kicks you in the face and then pours sugar in your gas tank? I just got from, all right, check your email, see if you got this too, uh, from from our, uh, our, our flagship station there, WIBC. Year-end form W-2 information. It's like, oh, crap. You mean I'm like I'm like six days away from Christmas? We're all gonna we're all gonna do a little vacation and have some fun. And they're like, hey, before you have yourself a great time, taxes. Oh, that is just like the most miserable. That is that is that is cruel. That is absolutely cruel as can be. Ugh. Just ugh and black. Tony Katz. 833-GOT-TONY is the number, 833-468-8669. Have we ever done the whole Baby It's Cold Outside conversation here? I know I hit it on the podcast, on the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast, which you can get at iTunes. You should subscribe, Eat, Drink, Smoke. There we review food, we review uh, bourbon, we review cigars. Oh, oh, I spoke to the $500 brownie guy. Uh, So there's a chef, uh, Chef Jay. Uh, in Los Angeles, and he's got a burger place, and he's known for his $100 donut, and it's it's covered in, in gold leaf. It's a $100 donut. Well, now he has a $500 brownie. So it's a chocolate brownie, and it's covered in a uh, Johnny Walker blue chocolate glaze, which, yes, and it comes in a, it, it, and it's wrapped in gold leaf, and it comes in, in a humidor with a Monte Cristo cigar. So for for me, the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast, this is a brownie with Johnny Walker and a cigar. It, it's the trifecta. 
it covers all the things. So I, I called him. And I'm like, I'd like to order one. All right. I sent him an email. I want to order one. He called me back. He calls me back uh, yesterday. And he's like, all right, listen, uh, happy to. I just don't know how I'm going to get it to you because I'm in Los Angeles. I'm not sure how to, how to I've, n- I've never had to send the brownie a- a- anywhere. You want to, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, Ari, what did you, what did you just say? I'll be in Palm Springs, California next week. Are you flying in and out of LAX? Let me check. Wait, wait hold it. You don't know where you're flying into? My mom booked the tickets. Oh, my God. Are you really that surprised? <laughs> it's not that funny. All right, I'm not getting you your of, brownie anymore. Of course she did. Of course your mommy booked the tickets. That's exceptional. But you got the tickets. You How could you fly somewhere and not know where you're flying into? I know everything. I'm not flying into LAX. Oh, you're flying to Ontario? Palm Springs. Oh, really? Yeah. You're flying in directly to Palm Springs? Yeah. Well, you're ruining everything for everybody. So he doesn't know how he's going to get the brownie to me, and now you can't help either. But we're going to try and get the, the, the brownie here. And when we do, I'm do the, the whole thing will be on video as well as, as, as on air. I, here's what's it. I know. Listen, I, I get it. I know it's shtick, guys. You don't have to tell me. I totally get it. But, like, I, I still want to try the shtick. I love it when people try things. I mean, that led to a whole conversation today about um, Christmassy kind of, of, of foods and desserts. Are there regional ones? Right? Because there's regional food out there. So, so uh, for example, when I lived in, in, in Tampa Bay, right, the Cuban sandwich is regional foods. It's layers of pork and some other meats and pickles, and, and then it's pressed. And, and it, so it's almost like panini, and it's pressed super thin. And when done right with the cheese, it's it's really spectacular, right? That that's 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 regional. Chicago would be what pizza? Oh, you think hot dogs could very well be? Uh, Wisconsin, your beloved Wisconsin, all right? Cheese curds, right? Cheese curds, brats, th- those kinds of things. Indianapolis, it's the pork tenderloin, right? So there are these regional things. But what I didn't know if there are regional dessert things. For, for the holidays because, so I didn't grow up uh, a Christian, but lots of Christian friends went to a lot of houses for, for Christmas. I can't tell you that there was something specific to uh, to that. Now, maybe it's because I grew up in Jersey. So I, I, I've been trying to figure out, are there regional specific things for Christmas? And if you, if you know of any, Twitter at Tony Katz uh, is, is where you can find me or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio. I'm curious because I'd like to try them. Like I, like I, I didn't know if there's like a specific cookie or a specific cake or a specific anything that goes along with 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 Christmas. Heck, I was in my 30s before I learned what a king cake was. Do you know what a king cake is, Ari? Yeah, my mom went to Tulane, so I know all oh, about okay, it. Oh, okay, yeah. right. So you know, it's, it's it's how you celebrate Mardi Gras, and then it's a cake, and it's 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 gold, and it's green, and it's purple with the the the, the sprinkly dust on it, and then somewhere within the cake, there's a baby. And I don't know if you if you get the baby. I don't. I don't. I don't is is it good luck? Okay, if you eat a baby, right? Oh, is that what you are? Because oh, if you eat the baby, but I, mean, I don't. It's it's weird. Hey, we've put a small object that can lodge in your throat somewhere in the cake. Best of luck, everybody. So I was curious about this. I don't know. Maybe it's a gold covered chocolate brownie made with Johnny Walker Blue for all I know. 
So if you if you got one, you got to send it to me. We're gonna get. We've got more of this. We'll we'll we'll. I'll share them all with you uh, tomorrow, everyone. Take care.